This is Winning Cures Everything. Here's your host, Gary Seegers. Thursday, April 25th, happy NFL Draft Day. I am your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me on Twitter, at GaryWCE. The name of the show is Winning Cures Everything. You can follow us on Twitter, at Winning Cures. And, of course, we do this every day, 10 to 20 minutes, sometime after the 3 p.m. Central Time hour. Today, it happens to be at 4 p.m. If you are on, make sure you share out the show. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Leave us some nice reviews. We appreciate all of the support. Let's go ahead and jump into today's topics. I've got a top five most likely NFL draft busts. I've got a top five can't-miss NFL draft picks. NCAA denying waivers for kids that are wanting to move closer to home. Uh, College football playoff is not expanding. Clemson football got caught up in the hoop scandal. And I've got some daily picks. We went 3-2 and last night. However, I did lose about 16 bucks. Not great. I've got a lot of them that have to do with the NFL draft, that have to do with baseball and whatnot tonight. Uh, As always, the show brought to you by mybookie.ag. Let me get comfortable here. mybookie.ag, promo code WCE50. They will give you a 50% deposit bonus. I'm telling you, best online sportsbook layout, uh, great odds. It is the best online sportsbook for recreational gamblers. You just want to put 10, 15 bucks on a game. You want to put 50, you want to put 100, something like that. If you are not a big timer wanting to put thousands of dollars on games, this is the spot for you, mybookie.ag. It is the best place to go learn. If you are coming into this, you're trying to figure out what all of it is about, that is the spot for you, mybookie.ag. Promo code WCE50. So let's start out with the top five most likely busts in this year's NFL draft. These are first-round projections. This is my opinion on it. Nobody else's. Uh, but I'm going to give you my my top five. Number five on this, I've got Daniel Jones. He wasn't great at Duke. I mean, against Wake Forest, he went 17 out of 36 for like 100 and whatever yards. Didn't look great. He looked good in spots. He's got the right measurements. He looks like an NFL quarterback. But how many guys have we seen look like an NFL quarterback that can't really play the position? Yes, he has the proper training under David Cutcliffe. People are at the high end saying he's a mix between Peyton and Eli. Uh, I just I don't see it. I never saw it. And I still don't get why people think that this guy is going to be a first-round NFL quarterback. He did nothing last year to showcase that he is worthy of a pick that high or deserving of it. How's that? Number four, Dwayne Haskins. Only one year starting experience at Ohio State. He ran a a little bit weird system. It might fit in today's NFL. We'll see. But... uh, the, the deal with his dad is really weird. With that uh, NJ.com reporter uh, trying to hide things, saying that sources are not credible, that's a little weird to me. Uh, number three, I've got Ed Oliver. Uh, lack of competition at Houston. He was injured, sat out for a while. Uh, he's undersized. Uh, yeah, people love his motor. Yes, he was a five-star coming out of high school, but... I never really saw anything that told me that he is like a top 10 draft pick, right? 
he can be serviceable, and we'll see if he's able to fit into an NFL roster. But where they are projecting him going, I don't think he will ever live up to those expectations. Number two for me, Nick Bosa. And I know you're all going, what are you talking about? Nick Bosa, to me, his injury history, uh, a little a little ego, just a little bit. Uh, his brother has an injury history. Uh, at Ohio State, he wasn't even their best defensive lineman. Um, I just, at, with the number one or two or three pick, I, I just don't see it. I, maybe it's just me. We'll see what happens, but it, it was surprising to me. Kyler Murray is my number one. He played behind the best offensive line, and he played against Big 12 defenses. His interviewing and whatnot has been in, insanely que- uh, uh, questionable, I guess, and he's only got one year starting experience. So there's a ton of red flags about him, and yet because of his affinity to run and throw the football, run this spread attack that all the NFL teams have, have gotten in love with, uh, don't forget he's still a little undersized. You know, what Russell Wilson runs is completely different from what Kyler Murray is going to run. And, and of course, that depends on who drafts him and whatnot, but, I mean, we're all assuming it's the Cardinals now, even though there's been reports that they're not taking him. So that's that's my top five of the most likely NFL draft busts for the first round tonight. Uh, Daniel Jones at five, Dwayne Haskins at four, Ed Oliver at three, Nick Bosa at two, Kyler Murray at one. Uh, don't forget, tonight we are doing a live stream with the guys from Westlot Pirates during the first round of the draft. We're going to start at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, Andy jumps in on Facebook. You're saying he should have stuck with baseball. Yeah, I think so. I, now, if he ends up getting first-round money, like top 10 NFL draft pick money, then no, because the guaranteed money from the NFL draft will be better. But if he ends up falling out of the top 10, at that point, the money would have been better in baseball, even from the opening contract. So so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens from there. NFL draft can't miss prospects. Here are my top five that are supposed to be drafted in the first round tonight. Number five, Byron Murphy, cornerback out of Washington. Yes, he's only played for two years. He's a redshirt sophomore. I don't care. The guy is a shutdown defender. He will work perfectly in uh, in man zone uh, defenses. I mean, I'm telling you, Byron Murphy, uh, I hope he goes to the Steelers. That's, I'm a Steelers fan. I hope he goes there because this guy is legit. Number four, Devin White, linebacker at LSU. Unbelievable athlete. Can He's the quarterback of the defense. Uh, this guy is just a leader. He's an absolute leader. He has got all the athletic ability in the world. Uh, he likes to hit, and you always love that with defensive guys. Uh, Devin White is my number four guy. Number three, TJ Hawkinson. Tied in from Iowa. Noah Fant got all the uh, the praise and whatnot during the season, but TJ Hawkinson is is big enough to block. He can play on the line. Uh, he can catch. He's got great hands. I mean, this guy, and he's fast. Uh, TJ Hawkinson has got everything that you could need. He would be the perfect replacement for uh, Gronkowski in New England. Now, I think he's going to go before that. He'll probably go uh, borderline top 10, but he is a cannot-miss tight end out of Iowa. Uh, TJ Hawkinson is number three. Number two, Kenan Williams. His burst, his strength, everything about this kid is 
unbelievable. Uh, I've got him at number two. He is going to be a a just defensive line stalwart for years and years to come. Uh, gotta love him going within the first three picks. I would imagine first three or four picks. I don't imagine he drops past three with the Jets, but we'll see. Number one to me cannot miss prospect Josh Allen. Uh, he is a leader. He has got an insane motor. All the cliche things that you could possibly say. Everything I said about Devin White, it, it's Josh Allen and then some. Uh, Josh Allen is, uh, he he was the leader of the Kentucky team that got to 10 wins. I mean, that's that's a major thing. Kentucky's defense absolutely led that team to 10 wins this year, and he is the reason behind it. Uh, he will do wonders in the NFL. I, you got to think that the Raiders take him at four if he's still there. We'll see what happens, of course. A lot of crazy things end up going on. But Josh Allen cannot miss prospect. That's my top five. Byron Murphy, Devin White, TJ Hawkinson, Keenan Williams, and Josh Allen. Not Montez Sweat, I'm, I don't know. So Andy jumps in on Facebook again. I don't know. Uh, Sweat, I think, yes. He, he should be really, really good, but I, I wouldn't have him in my top five uh, for can't miss guys. If I had a top ten, he'd probably be around seven or eight. Um, but my top five, I'm sticking with these guys for now. Uh, if it was top five defensive guys, he would have been in that too. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm rolling with these. Let's move on to the next topic. NCAA denies waivers, and I am absolutely uh, miffed on this. I don't understand how you can have quarterbacks like Justin Fields and Tate Martell and whatever who will who can transfer and be granted immediate eligibility to a place that is nowhere near home, that has nothing to do with, with anything. There's no family. There's no nothing other than they were not going to be able to start at the place where they started their career. Um, you've got guys like Brock Huffman who is going from Central Carolina to Virginia Tech. His mother had a brain tumor removed. She is still having problems with it. Uh, The reason that the NCAA denied his waiver for immediate eligibility is because Blacksburg is 105 miles away from his hometown, and the limit is 100 miles. You're telling me that you're going to let Justin Fields and Tate Martell and whoever else go all over the country wherever they want to and you're not going to let this kid play because Blacksburg is five miles past your 100-mile limit. Uh, that, along with Luke Ford. Luke Ford, former Georgia player, transferring to Illinois. Uh, he is from Carterville, Illinois. The NCAA says that grandparents are not part of the, quote, nuclear family. He's moving... Uh, college football programs to be closer to his ailing grandfather. The NCAA says grandparents are not part of that nuclear family, so they uh, they denied it. Carterville is 190 miles away from Champaign, Illinois, which is where the University of Illinois is. But, to be fair, it is the closest Power 5 school to his hometown. Uh, Columbia, Missouri is like 230 miles away. Louisville is 225 miles away. Um, and so on and so on, right? So he wants to stay in the Power Five. Totally understand that, even if it is one of the worst Power Five schools. Um, but Illinois, uh, they need to fix this. The NCAA, you need to grant eligibility to Luke Ford and Brock Huffman. It is a travesty 
that you're going to tell these kids no when we wouldn't we would barely even know their names if not for the fact that you denied this and yet you've got guys like who I just named Justin Fields Tate Martell that don't have any of this and are granted immediate eligibility right off the bat it it almost makes me wonder if Ford and Huffman uh should have um should have hired Tom Mars right i mean that's it, it's just a disaster it's it's wrong on on every scale um let's talk about Clemson Clemson football has gotten caught up in the hoops scandal and Matt Norlander is the one that tweeted this out and it has become a huge story the other day it was Alabama North Carolina Pitt Notre Dame etc cetera, etc cetera. uh there was a financial advisor paying players well the story was old on that everybody knew about that uh, because those players had all been suspended, right? Northwestern had a player suspended. Alabama had Marcel Darius suspended back in 2010. North Carolina had Robert Quinn, who went through all that. So they, all of this was already done. This really means nothing out of this FBI trial. It it kind of blows my mind. Clemson assistant basketball coach Steve Smith was caught on an FBI wiretap discussing Zion Williamson's recruitment to Clemson. And he he talked about all these different things uh, that was uh, Duke is going to have their resources, UNC is going to UNC, Kentucky's going to have their resources. And Marty Blazer said under oath that he understood that to be that Duke, UNC, and Kentucky were going to have people in place to pay whatever necessary for Zion. And all of this stuff was, was basically about Zion other than uh, – Steve Smith said, in relation to the Zion Hoops recruitment, that's why football is so successful at Clemson, is if you do it and use resources at Clemson, you can really keep everything tight. Basically, he was discussing NCAA violations that Clemson is really good at keeping under wraps. This is basically nothing. It, it caused this huge story that everybody is aggregating to all these different sites, and it's like this hot trending topic on Twitter and Facebook and everything else, nothing will ever come out of this. Like, major shocking news, Clemson probably pays recruits. Well, Alabama, Ohio State, Texas, Georgia, Florida, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Auburn, LSU, Oklahoma, USC, all of them pay football players. Boosters at all of these schools hand out $100 bills like they're candy. That's how it's gone down forever. This is not surprising. The fact that this came out on an FBI wiretap, that if that's why football is so successful. Quote, if you do it and use resources at Clemson, you can really keep everything tight. Yeah, they use cash. And they don't tell anybody who they're paying or what they're doing. There's no set schedule. Easy stuff. I, like, this is not a major surprise, and it shouldn't be a major trending story. None of this stuff is surprising. College football players get paid. It's been happening for decades. And it will continue to happen so long as there's this amateurism rule. And even when that happens, somebody will still give them money under the table. That's the way it's always going to go down. 
just learn to deal with it. And don't be surprised when somebody accuses your school of, or your players, or whatever, of taking money, or paying players, or whatever. None of this is that surprising. Especially in Division One, right? Like, give me a break. If it was Division Two players making thousands of dollars, uh, then then we might have a different situation. Uh, the college football playoff is not expanding, and they are not changing their criteria. They had a meeting, you know, a spring meeting this morning. Uh, ESPN senior writer Heather Dinich spoke with several attendees from the event, including SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, ACC Commissioner John Swafford, Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott, who everybody loves, and Oregon Athletic Director and current CFP Chairman Rob Mullins. Uh, all of them issued their support of the current four-team playoff format. Um, when asked to share his thoughts on the current system, Sankey offered up this comment. The four-team college football playoff has achieved exactly what it was stated up front. I have not heard a variance from the principals. I think the board of managers, the presidents, were very clear in where we are. The television deal runs through 2025. They are not going to do anything until 2025. That's just the way it goes. No sense in complicating things. It isn't just about the television deal. It is about the deals with bowl games, who have all set up uh, their own deals between conferences. The Sugar Bowl has a deal with the Big 12 and the SEC that's going to run until, uh, I think, 2025. Uh, The Orange Bowl has a deal with the ACC that's going to run until 2025. You know, these things are, there's so many different contracts at work. You cannot just blow the whole thing up. Otherwise, you got to pay a whole bunch of people. So, uh, let's move off of that. Let's move into the daily picks. Da-da-da. Let me jump in. Yesterday went 3-2. Uh, and two. However, we lost $15.69. So, not great. But, um, but we did have a winning record. So, that's good. I've got several today. A lot to do with the NFL draft and several baseball games. And then... Let's start with this. Spurs, first quarter line, minus one and a half. Uh, that is minus 120. I'm putting 50 bucks on that one. Uh, as always, you can get the picks over at winningcureseverything.com. Uh, got them up for the week there. If you want to see last week's picks, there's a link there. If you want to see every pick Chris and I have ever made on this site, we got them all in spreadsheets right there. You can go click on whatever you want to from 2016, 17, 18, whatever. Uh, Bama players taken in the first round of the NFL draft. I've got over two and a half. I put 350 bucks on that at minus 230. That's to win 152. Uh, I think that's an easy one. You're going to get the two Williams, Jonah and and Keenan Williams, and you're going to get Josh Jacobs. Somebody's going to take him in the first round. That's over two and a half. That's easy. Uh, Yankees, Angels, no score in the first inning. Uh, Josh Jacobs, first running back drafted. I've got 150 bucks on that at minus 150. Yes, that is a big-time, major league, not smart bet. But 150 bucks to win 20, I'm all in because Josh Jacobs is the only running back that anybody is talking about for the first round. There's a chance he goes top 10. That Most people are talking about him being you know, 24 to the Raiders, maybe a little earlier than that. But uh, there's a chance that he could go top 10. And I don't see any other running back that uh, that will do what he's doing. So Clemson players in the first round over 2.5. Uh, 200 bucks at minus 260. That's to win 76 bucks. Again, not a smart play. But uh, 
but I think there's no way that you don't get three Clemson guys drafted in this first round. Like it's it's impossible. Uh, Phillies minus half a run against the Marlins first five innings. Uh, put fifty bucks on that one. Phillies Marlins no score in the first inning. Fifty bucks on that one. Rangers team total over three and a half runs. Got fifty bucks on that. And then like I said to start off with Spurs first quarter line minus one and a half points. Uh, I think they will lead by more than two, way more than two. I think they come out smoking a night at home uh, against the Nuggets, who absolutely embarrassed them last game. Uh, as always, you can get the picks over at winningcureseverything.com. You go up to the navigation bar, click on gambling picks, everything you need to know. Go to mybookie.ag, use promo code WCE50. Go subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Leave a nice review. All those great things. Tune in tonight. 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Myself and the Westlot Pirates guys are going to have an absolute blast uh, talking about the first round of the NFL Draft. It will still be ongoing. We will be reacting in real time. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We hope you jump in. Uh, we'll see you guys again this evening. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.